Hello once again. I'm glad to be with you on this Wednesday. Hallelujah. We're talking about grace and faith. Father, I love you and I appreciate you. And Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, your blood upon the ones that are hearing my words. Lord, I affirm them and I tell them, I tell you today, I tell you that you are saved if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You are righteous if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You are holy if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is wanting you to know this, for it is written, Glory, he that believeth on the Lord Jesus Christ hath eternal life. You're not trying to get it, you already have it. That's in John 3 and 17. You know, John 3 and 16, now I'm quoting this now, so if I'm a little bit off, uh, give me a little grace. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. See, you have everlasting life. Glory. For God sent his Son not into the world to, to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. See, so there's no condemnation, according to Romans 8, to them that are believing on Christ Jesus, that don't walk, live according to the flesh, but after the Spirit. The Spirit of God is words. Jesus said, the words that I release, they are spirit and they are life. What words should you release? How do you release God's spirit? How do you release your faith? By saying out of your mouth what God said you are. For instance, if God wrote in the word of God that you're saved by grace through faith and not of works, it's the gift of God, not of works leads any man should boast, you should say, Lord, I thank you that I am saved by grace through my faith in you, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the gift. That's what you should say. You should be bold enough. You should have the audacity to say about yourself what God said. Jesus said about himself what God said. He said he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by him. He said he that believeth on me have eternal life. Man, that's bold for a man. Imagine a man saying, if you believe on me, you'll have eternal life. He was bold to say about himself what the Father said about him. That's why the Pharisees wanted to kill him. Because they said he was making himself equal with God. Go, go and read it. When he started telling the Pharisees and those boogers who he was. And they wanted to kill him for confessing about himself what the Lord said he was. I said openly sometimes. I'll be at work. I'll say I'm strong. I'm one of God's favorite. And um, I ain't saying to make somebody mad. But sometimes I see people roll their eyes and I can feel they're a little upset about it. But I'm saying it so they can say it. I want, I want them to say, well, he loved me too. I'm his favorite. That's the reason I say it. I want people to start saying about themselves what God says about you. Man, don't let nobody come tell you. You know, I, God suffered me to be around churches that was full of religion. And I'm glad he did. I'm so glad he did. Because when I got born again, you know, you grow, everybody grow up different. And you might see Christians, you know, uh, you might see them smoke, drink, fornicate. And you say, man, all Christians are hypocrites. You might think that when you're growing up. You might base your uh, salvation off of watching some person you think is a Christian. They probably are Christians. But you don't know what stage of development they're at. Or they might be one of them Corinthians Christians that refuse to develop their spirit, man, and walk worthy. How many understand that? See, that's why you have to get a revelation of God yourself. 
because just because you saw Christians, they might have had an attitude. Some of them might betray you. I have that happen all the time. I'm talking about people I love, you know, accuse me of stuff I hadn't done. Say things about me and think things about me that they shouldn't. Think low of me. I'm talking people, I, they think low of me. And that hurts me. But see, if I base my Christianity, I base my relationship with God on the opinion of men, on what men think, I'd be beat down and and, and taking or going having to go see the psychiatrist and all that. How many understand that? You know, you, you got people, you know, you I went, I went because I thought a group of people were holy. I, man, they were judging me. You know, I remember one one person, one lady one time, I went up just to get prayer, and she started prophesying stuff that wasn't true. She said, hey, you hanging around people. You doing, I wasn't doing no such thing. Another woman used to accuse me of backsliding and stuff. I mean, so if you put your, and these people were so-called holy, they, they didn't wear makeup, lipstick, and long dresses. How many understand they were some of the mean, some of them, some of the meanest people you ever want to meet? <laughs> I know that ain't popular to say. I ain't mad at them. I forgave them. I'm still, I love them today. If they hear it, I, you know, I hope they understand that they some of the meanest people with long dresses and no makeup on you ever want to meet. They mean. Some of the guys mean. Yeah. So their holiness, they wasn't holy according to their self like they thought. And I hope, I hope some of them hear this. You have to understand that holiness is not what you wear, what you don't wear. How many times you miss church or don't go to church or go to church. You should go to church, but that ain't holiness. Holiness is love. God is love, not mean. See, judge not that you be not judged. See, the way that you would want to be treated, you treat others. How many understand that? And see, that's why you see people who grow up in religion, that's why they, when they become grown, most of them, their children don't go to church no more. You rarely see people who grew up in religion. That's why most of them, you see a bunch of old people in the church and none of their children there, none of the grandchildren there. You might get some of the little ones there because they're being made to go by grandmama, but people want to go where they love. Why I'm saying these hard things today, things that I really don't want to say, but I'm, I'm saying them anyway. So some of you who are in religion are learn you are not to be so religious. And some of you who think you need to go to a religious church because you don't you think the church you're at is too lenient. You need to understand. You need to be where people love you. And you need to get the Bible for yourself and develop a relationship with God yourself. You need to find out what God said positive about you. You need to find out that you the head and not the tail, that you above only and not beneath. You need to find out that you are a lender, not a bar. You don't need to learn that you can't go to Waterworld and you can't go to go on vacation. You don't need to learn that. You need to learn that God is love. That God never wrote those things in the Bible. That's tradition and doc doctrine of men. Hallelujah. You need to learn that God ain't mad at you if you don't go to the program. The 100 women in white. Uh, $300 for the past anniversary per family. All this kind of stuff. I done been to different churches. My mom played the piano. All this stuff is religion. So you need to learn that men are capable, even if they're born again, of not being perfect. So don't let that hinder you from going to church. Don't let that hinder you from serving the Lord. Don't let yourself think that God is like those people that hurt you. Hallelujah. Romans, the third chapter, and at the 19th verse. 
Now we know that what things soever the law said, it said to them who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. God gave the law so men can know that they can't keep all that stuff. So you'll know that you're unrighteous of yourself. You'll know that you needed a savior. That's why I said it was written. Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight. Justified means just as if you never sinned. So if you're trying to justify yourself, you're saying, I'm washed down. I'm holy. I don't wear makeup. I don't wear lipstick. I don't wear jewelry. I wear long dresses. I don't smoke, drink, or chew. I hang with them to do. I don't go to Disney World. I don't go to Water World. I don't go to the movies. I don't smoke and drink. That ain't your, if you're trying to justify yourself. And the Bible say, therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. Brother King, you saying we should do all these things? Nope. What I'm saying is most of the stuff you saying don't do is not in the Bible. I only keep what the, what the word of God say. See, the covenant of the, the, the agreement of the New Testament is to walk in love. You know what I'm saying? Brother King, you saying somebody to smoke? They should smoke? Uh-uh. I don't care if they smoke or not. And I know that might offend some of you. I don't think they should. But the Bible don't say you're being born again have anything to do with that. It's smoke, well, that's a, yeah, that's a demon you need to get rid of. Have nothing to do with your salvation, though. You can get born again and you smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you should stop because it causes lung cancer. You shouldn't drink. The Bible do say be not drunk with wine in excess, though. But it don't say you couldn't drink. I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.